Hey there, Cat here, DM for Dungeons and Dimwits. If you're hearing this audio, then you've found our podcast. And I'm just popping up to say, if you like what we do here, then join our Patreon. It's only a couple pounds a month, and you get access to a whole bunch of cool stuff, including our community Discord and homebrew from me and Brandon. Not only that, but you will get the chance to be a guest in one of our one-shots, and maybe potentially one day, one of the main episodes. So, if you want to help us help you get cool stuff, including merchandise that we have planned then please join our Patreon. And without further ado, take it away, me. Welcome to Dungeons and Dimwits. Um, have we got any announcements for today from the group? No. Yeah. Cool. Feels sick. Des feels sick. That's the announcement. Uh, <laughs> we, we, do have, we do have the one of me apologizing uh, for not getting homebrew up for a couple of weeks. It's been a combination of error on both me and Snail's part. Uh, well, Snail forgetting to put it up, me forgetting to make it. Um, there will be a bulk drop of homebrew coming, hopefully by the end of the week, as long as we can get ourselves in gear. We're not here next week, are we? Next no. week? No, because oh, Des yeah. is away, not available. Goodbye, Des. Des is temp- t- b- taking a break from existing within the universe. Yeah. Oh, if only that was a thing, now I'm going to go see my mum. Yeah, so, yeah. She has no uh, idea. Second, secondary oh. announcement. Secondary announcement. Uh, there will be no stream next week because... We will be down our stream commander of Des, and that is the official title that I'm sticking with. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's announcements done, which means we'll move straight on into this strange, strange mission that I'm sure will be incredibly weird and go off the rails almost immediately. Uh, so, a party of adventurers has been collected by Broderick Calloway uh, when the main group decided, uh, quite rightly, to head straight home from the library. Uh, Broderick also returned with them and gathered a group of adventurers to help him on his quest. Uh, that group of adventurers is this lot. Uh, introduce yourselves. Starting with Snail. Uh. I am I am a familiar character. I am playing Joe again. <laughs> Hi Joe. Uh, my my asshole peepling man. I realize I have no music. Anyone who wasn't here, like Brandon. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh well I, that seems to be all the description we're getting of Joe. Yeah, that's so all we'll you're getting. On. I've done a description before, Fair I enough. don't remember it. I sent a picture. I don't have it saved anymore. What class is he? <laughs> uh, he's a bard and a rogue. Mm-hmm. There we go. So, overall, so move, moving forward in the weird, weird order that Des insists we do this. Aiden. Uh, can Brandon go first? Okay, Brandon. Yeah, okay. Apparently so... neither of us has allowed our order today. <laughs> um, so, it's a, a little creature about the size of a gnome so three and a half foot ish um and it looks like a like a humanoid cat almost like a child tabaxi but not quite the same just a ginger tomcat um kind of like chewed up ears bandages wrapped around them uh, an eye patch um wearing light leather armor and a, a black hooded cloak um 
there's a little scimitar with him. Um, and he has a crown of like green fur that looks like a, like a crown of thorns. Sim. There we go. Uh, and now Aiden. Uh, I am playing uh, a Goliath called Jute, who is very tall. He wears like, black leather trousers, combat boots, fingerless gloves, and a weird harness slash backpack slash saddle, which uh, his good friend, for no apparent reason, Brandon's character, calls him Bongo, for no apparent reason, rides on. And he's also a barbarian. There we go. And finally, yes. I have been far too fucking sick this entire two weeks, so I have no character planned. Um, so you guys get to flip a coin and pick heads or tails. Heads. I don't have my flipping coin with yep. me. I have been too sick to make anything. Or Looks like Brandon's doing the honours. Tails. Pardon? Tails. Tails. Okay. Yeah. It. You. You see the child again. With Yay! <laughs> that's that's very jarring. The child exists both <laughs> here and in uh, in Iris's weird dream world uh, at the same one. time. <laughs> Those events are happening simultaneously. Yeah, it, it seems as though... That, um, maybe Iris might have seen this child very, like, out of the corner of their eye and, like, pulled them into their dreamlike state. But the, the child exists. There we go. This party is fucking die. <laughs> so... You stand on the edge of the city of Brass, looking out into the expansive wastes in front of you. You are about to begin your journey. Broderick stands proud, his sword strapped across his back, armor gleaming in the sunlight, blonde hair flowing majestically. Uh, as he looks around at the party that has joined him and goes, Well... I think this is a fine band. We should do well on slaying this beast, I'd say. Now, I'm going to look around at the people around us and just... <laughs> I am Jute. Now, before we leave, has everyone gone to the toilet? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I should do that, shouldn't I? <laughs> Probably a good idea. Unless you want to go in the desert, I wouldn't suggest it. It's very hot out there. Okay, let, let me just... Jute is good. Uh, and <laughs> Briar wanders off to go to the little lady's room. There you go. Jute is good. Okay, and what about you, strange, tiny, furry creature? I'm fine. Good. Well then, as soon as our little friend gets back, we shall head off to slay the beast. He wanders back he is after a little very bit. excited about this. Yeah. Jute happy. Always happy. 
Yes, fungal. It's not Briar fungal. doesn't take too long. Briar returns, and the party sets off into the desert, heading for the place the strange tornado of bones uh, has was last sighted. I will need travel dice from people. I'm not going to do rests or anything, because that would take up too much time, but I am going to do travel. Ah. Uh, I won't be right back, because I am filling in a sheet. Okay, who wants to roll the first travel dice? Uh, better not be me. I'll roll the first one. <laughs> I'll take it. That's a three. That's a three. There's a sandstorm! Oh no! I need a uh, survival check from someone to see whether or not you get lost. Uh, it, I will double check to see for. Uh, uh, my dad. 19? 19? With the strange guidance of this child uh, who. Again, Broderick seems to have absolutely no problem bringing a child into the desert or letting them guide them through a sandstorm. <laughs> the child says that they know what they're doing, and Broderick is like, yep, that's fine. The child says what they know what they're doing. Let's go. And the child does seem to know what they're doing as they guide them pretty quickly through the sandstorm and out the other side without having lost too much travel time in the process. Uh, you only seem to have lost about half a day as, as opposed to getting turn, turned around and losing several. Who Follow wants to roll the, the next child? Uh, it would be impressive to get turned around and lose several days when we weren't it. even one day into I'll our journey it. in the first I'll place. I'm good. I will suggest a way, but I don't. I'm not going to roll. Dude says that way. He just points forward. Broderick immediately starts walking in that direction. <laughs> oh god, we're all dead. Which means I suppose I shall roll the travel dice today for Broderick. <laughs> <laughs> Aiden literally just went, no, you. <laughs> uh, that's a five. Purely by happenstance, Jute appears to have pointed in the correct direction, and you have a relatively clear day of travel. You do come across a couple of ruins, uh, an, age, an old village that seems to have been buried years ago in the sand and has been uncovered by passing sandstorms and the shifting of the desert. But nothing attacks you, nothing jumps out at you. There's nothing particularly interesting about the ruins you come across. Who wants to roll the next day of travel? Uh, go on. Two. Two? Uh, okay. Uh, well, you fall in a hole. Uh, nice. yeah, yeah, uh, you're walking across the shifting planes, uh, and <laughs> underneath you, the, your, your feet give way as the sand collapses and you find yourself in a library. <laughs> <laughs> You've fallen into the library. This fucking Brod library. <laughs> Brod Broderick sort of leans over the hole and goes, No, no, we've been in there. There's nothing left. Come on. This isn't where we're headed. You've been in here? 
Yes. Uh, once uh, there was there was a lava dinosaur. Uh, we fought that, and then then we went a bit deeper. Who's who's we, uh, <laughs> Oh, me and my friends. Um. Then then we fought a necromancer. Killed him. Uh, then we went a little deeper, and there was a strange man with a very wide smile. Uh, he seemed pleasant at first, then he tried to stab me, which wasn't very nice. Uh, we fought him, and he ran away. Uh, I think he took a book with him, but, you know, it's a library, so I suppose he borrowed it. As long as he went through the proper chain of authority, I suppose that's fine. In the desert? In the desert? Yes. you confused. That doesn't make much sense. Well, Why would happened. it be operating? That was definitely a custodian. I remember talking to him. He was in a skull. <laughs> or was he the skull? I mean, so is my grandma. Well, there you go. Uh... I mean, if you think anyway, about it, everyone no. is technically within a skull. The tiefling mm. has a point. Regardless, this isn't our skull. destination, so get out of that hole. I'll clamber out the hole. Throughout the rest of the day's journey, I want to ask Broderick about his friends. Broderick very happily vents about uh, the party, uh, well, uh, as I'm not doing Broderick's proper voice because my throat is tickly and uh, it will destroy me. <coughs> uh, well, there's Sigma. He's mostly metal these days, I think. Uh, he's more metal than when I first met him. He has a backpack now. I don't know if it's part of his back or... Or he's just wearing a big backpack. Um, he has a funny accent. I don't recognize it. Uh, uh. Seems incredibly intelligent. Definitely smarter than I am. Uh, there's Iris. Iris is wonderful. Uh, very shy. Um, bit angry from what I've seen. Um... Then there's Yin. Yin's very pleasant to talk to. Uh, they're all just pretty lovely. Uh, there's Caracas. He ran off at some point. Uh, he, he, when we left the library, he ran off. Uh, I'm not sure where he went. Metal man. Shy. Good conversationalist. And vanished. Yes. Okay. Who wants to roll the next day's travel? Sure. Nine. Uh, on a D eight? Um, I don't know. I don't know what it, what the roll was for. <laughs> Six. The uh, the other upside down turned one. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um. You didn't say it was a D eight at the start. That's what the travel dice is always. It's always a D8. I have been very sick, and it has been ages. 
You Fair cannot enough. fault me. I'm not faulting you. I'm just finding it incredibly amusing. Um, a six. Uh, a six, you get swept up on the back of a giant sandworm. It carries you three days further into your travel, and you're pretty much there where you're supposed to be going. The animals here are pretty nice. They've always thought so. Mm. Thank you, Mr. Worm. The worm disappears in a massive <laughs> sand. Goodbye, Mr. He says worm. Bye-bye, worm. Okay. You Can are... I like minor illusion the worm saying goodbye back? Yes. <laughs> I mean you don't have to speak with animals, but <laughs> I'm not going to waste a spell, so I'll just say goodbye. The worm <laughs> says goodbye oh, in a strange God. ethereal voice that doesn't really seem to come from the worm. Never going to leave that now. Huh? So you have one day's travel left. Who wants to roll the last day's travel? Because I technically have one, I might as well. Uh, this could be very bad. You don't know anything. D1 and D1, D20, 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 D20. Oh, wait, no, you want to do it, don't you? Yeah, it's D8. It's D8. There's, no, there's no need for any stats or anything when it comes to the travel dice. What would an 11 get me, by the way? Uh, an 11. <laughs> what was the roll? A 1. A 1. Um, It's a heavy day's travel. It It's not fun. There's... Uh, it's not. There's a there's another sandstorm that blows by. You're stressed. The sun's hot. And if any of you need any rest, I can set up a barrier for when we just sit down oh and take a moment. Jute unhappy. Good for you. Not unhappy. But... Yes, good for you. It is good to express your feeling. Sad or happy or angry. It's good to know they're there. You reach your destination. The Annex. Uh, or at least the... Well, to give it its full name, the Alabaster Annex. Uh, a sunken stone building uh seemingly always sunken not not just buried in sand the uh the entrance of which is built into a solid rock uh outcropping within the desert and is sunken into the earth uh broderick turns and goes well this is supposed to be the beast's lair hopefully it hasn't wandered too far and may still be inside, or at least returning. I suggest we probably mm. go inside and take a look. <coughs> oh, I need a drink. Uh, you guys role play or chat between yourselves while I go get a drink. <laughs> so, how long have you guys been paid to do this kind of work? Jude doesn't know. Okay. 
All my life. All of it? Yeah, about two years. Since you were cognitive? Yeah, not not as a kitten. I wasn't um, really doing much dungeon delving and fighting. Yeah. That's okay. Some people start pretty late. Uh, ever since I had my growth spurt and became sapient. Well, yeah, sapient. Uh, I'm gonna. Who thought? Me also. Uh, Bongo can leap off his saddle if he's on it. That is. Uh, yeah. And <laughs> what do you guys like focus on? What do you, what's your specialties? Uh look up could you two turn no Bongo Tor. it's it's not Bongo, by the way. It's not my name. Okay. What is it then? It's it's runt. Runt. Yeah. Uh-huh. I've known a couple of people called runt. Not a few people who have a name that rhymes with runt. That one too. <laughs> you find those in the forests. Uh, I, I, uh... Ah, my specialty. Ah. Uh... Jude the head thing. That's good. That's a good specialty, Jude. Yeah, I'm good at it too. You, you, you do what? I'm nothing unsavory. Oh. And a new uh, tiefling. I play good ass music. I'm gonna play play some music just to take home my point. Roll a performance check. Seventeen. It was almost a lot worse. Yeah, it's it, it's a decent song that is played. Um, Broderick Broderick is just like tapping his foot on the sand and and vibing with it. Um, like clear, clearly, this is this is partially why he invited you along. Like he heard you playing in one of the taverns and was like, "That's a good companion to have." That's a good specialty. Okay, I think, and with a paladin friend, we should be good team. I think we are going to be an excellent team. Now, let us progress further in. Yeah. Are we going in quiet, or are we just walking in and announcing ourselves? I mean, theoretically, everybody that's there is dead and pretty much has always been dead, so we should be fine just going in. Yeah, that's, that's reassuring. <laughs> the Alabaster Annex is sort of just, like, the storage space for a very old necromancer where he sort of just... Used to keep all his spare body parts. Ah. Shoot which way? This way. <sighs> Into the dark. I look down at the sun. No, no, no. Go into the hole. 
who will guide Jute. <laughs> you guide Jute in into the dark of the Alabaster Annex. Um, your path lit only by the glow from Broderick's sword and armor. As you make your way down several flights of stairs, it's deep. It's deep before you get to the building. You're probably about 30, 40 feet underground before you even reach the first room. <sighs> that was a lot of stairs. Huge kid. <clears throat> you got this, big guy. You got this. As as you enter the first room, you can hear the rattling of something deeper, bones clashing against stones and walls, uh, as whatever's down there moves around. Uh, and the lights do flare up in this room as soon as you enter, seemingly on some sort of magical sensor for you to your arrival, as flames burst into life in the sconces around the room. Uh, illuminating an entry chamber, uh, which is plain in design, has a couple of pillars holding up the roof and six exits, one that leads deeper inside and uh, one that you just came in from and then two on either side. Well, that was sufficiently dramatic. (laughs) Yeah. I'm I'm not the drama kind of person. I tried. Uh, So which one are we going down? Should we go to the closest one to the left? Closest one to the left? Okay. You enter the closest one to the left. Uh, Looking inside, there are several vats and cases uh, in here. Uh, made uh, there's a couple of large wooden ones with heavy wooden lids on top. Several glass ones, smaller glass ones on on uh, various desks around. Uh, and floating in them, left arms. I'm just gonna clumsily look around the whole room, bumping stuff, knocking stuff. You do so. You smash a couple of glasses and like <laughs> preservative fluid goes everywhere. A couple of arms just flop onto the desks out of the containers. Is uh well, use your words. Uh, I forget. That isn't a word. Dry, buddy. Good try. Again, as you enter each of these rooms, lights flare into existence to light the room. Seemingly, whatever magic was put into place by the aforementioned necromancer for his convenience uh, is still in process. Instead, it's still functioning. <laughs> Just a bunch of arms. The Only lost, apparently. I'm going to go pick one up. I want an arm. pick one up. It's an arm. Uh, It's seemingly the arm of a dragonborn, as it is scaled and too big to be a kobold. Uh, 
pull some of the fingers down, so he's just swearing. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, the, col- the color is too faded by whatever fluid it was kept in to preserve it uh, to be able to recognize what type of dragonborn this arm belonged to. It's kind of funny. Duke's going to pick up two and like clap with him and then just chuckle. You have, you have a bit of an awkward time trying to get two left hands to clap. <laughs> You you eventually managed to slap them together enough to make the appropriate sound. <laughs> Jude, funny. I don't think we're here for arms, though, right? This party's gonna fucking die. We just started playing with arms like children. <laughs> I am a child. Broderick, Broderick has started investigating the um the room opposite this one. And he just sort of turns back around and calls back, right arm's in this one. And then, oh. left legs, right legs. I think we found the pattern. Yeah. And then, but I'm just going to check to make sure, because I have been wrong about this kind of thing before. To switch it up and he bit. just immediately like, goes and peeks into each of the rooms and goes, yep, right leg, left leg, we got it. What about the torsos? I, I the assume head. they're probably kept deeper in in oh. the in the complex. Yeah. That's fair shot. enough. Yeah, if you're going maybe, to keep maybe in necromancy part. you need limbs more often than you need torsos and heads. I don't know. Seems a bit. This is laid out like a body would be. It seems a bit inefficient to put the head so far away. Maybe oh. he was very. Um, unpleasant towards people and was trying to send some sort of message about shoving your head somewhere it shouldn't be. It could be on the same level as your ass. I mean, bottom. I don't... <laughs> Want a hand? Here, here. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh... So, would you like to progress further down? I'm still holding onto those arms unless someone turns his bum down. <laughs> I'm guessing I'm just smelling death here. Oh, yeah, this place reeks yeah. of it. It reeks of rot and um, preservative fluids. Uh, just not very nice. There's a heavy scent of cloves in the air, apparently, of the preservative, preservative, yeah, preservative scent of this necromancer's choice. Uh, you really like clothes. Dude, if you're going to take a trinket, you might as well get a right arm as well. Can't oh. believe it. Oh, God. Dude, follow. I'll drop one of the left arms. You drop one of the left arms. I will make sure Duke carries the left arm in his left hand. Right. <laughs> I'm like, no, other way around. Other way around. <laughs> do you try, try and match up the arms, or do you just grab two random ones? <laughs> Make them really mismatched. <laughs> like a fucking halfway. I'll just look for a fucking weird one. Fair enough. Uh, you find one that's mottled green and has sort of a strange rubbery skin. Uh, uh, the hand only has three fingers on with uh, almost suction cup-like tips to them. The giant frog person's hand. 
You might have just found the hand of a grung. <laughs> Hell yeah. Luckily for you, when you pick it up, it's been in a preservative liquid for long enough that the natural, uh, and it's been dead long enough that the natural poisonous secretions of a grung are no longer being produced, so you're not subjected to any of that horribleness. But yeah, if you would like to continue further down. <laughs> headed down the stairs, again, lights flaring into existence as you walk down, that strange rattling cutter <laughs> uh, getting closer as you approach wherever it might be. Uh, you come to a space where your, your way is blocked by an undulating, uh, sort of wobbling mass of skin. Project will immediately go, ah, seen one of these before. It's in the library. It's a wall of flesh. Yeah, it looks like flesh. And it looks I'm like a wall. I'm going to slap it with the, with the one of the arms. <laughs> okay. You slap it with one of the arms. Uh, the arms are cold, so the creature has no interest in them. Oh. It's a... Oh, well, at least you could play the bongos on it. <laughs> Live up to my namesake. I'd say potentially the only way through is to hit it until it goes away. I'll slap it again. <laughs> you, you slap it again, the, it, the undulation ripples out. Again, Boy. this entire creature's flesh seems like it's just a thin layer of skin stretched over a cube of fat and it just sort of ripples and undulates outwards from the point of impact. I'm going to get a bit angry. <laughs> so I'm going to throw both arms at it. Again, thwack, thwack. Uh, <laughs> the undulating ripples, the arms bounce off and land a couple of feet away from you. I don't think you're going to that oh. is... Okay. Do smash, and I'm going to pull my warhammer and slam it into it. Okay, you attack the creature. Roll an attack, yeah. please. Okay, let me put my hand down. Fourteen plus whatever. Fourteen. Uh, that 14. hits. Okay. Uh, roll damage for your warhammer, which is... Uh, da -da -da -da. uh, 1d8, please. 1d8? Yes. D12. D8. D6. Icon, icon 53. Icon 7. 7. Yep, okay. You deal seven... Uh, no, it's got a plus five to it, so you deal... Oh. Twelve damage to the creature. And I need to make a roll. It is sent wobbling uh, 15 feet backwards as it, like the impact from the hammer carries it back down the corridor. Uh as it seems to slide smoothly across the, the surface of the floor. 
Uh, you can, as it reaches the end of that, you can see light from a doorway that it seems to be stuck halfway between now. So you've managed to push it far enough down the corridor to be able to start to see the entrance to the other room. Here, here. Just smash. There's okay. something angry about the wobbling of this creature now. It was just sort of pulsing calmly before, and now it's now it's shaking almost with rage. You, you've made the wall angry. I think you've made the wall angry. Who wants to go into the room first? Um. <gasps> Frederick has immediately just walked straight past into the room. The cube doesn't try and attack him. Like, there's no reaction from it. I'm just going to follow Frederick then. You do so. Shammy on through. Yep, you're fine. I'll just follow Bongo if he goes through. As Jute walks by, the cube uh, undulates and expands, and I need a dexterity saving throw from you. From who? From Jute. Oh, Jute. And yeah. Bongo, if Bongo is traveling with Jute. I mean, that's not easy on him. <laughs> I, just thought, uh, no, I know, it. and Runt. <laughs> if Runt is traveling with Jute. <laughs> he gets yeah, so angry, yeah. he quit. No, he refuses to make a dexterity saving throw. I got a nine, of course, I'm a dexterity. I'm moving if I got here. Your dexterity is a plus three, so 12, oh. which is unfortunately not enough to save against this thing. I need to know what Runt got before I can tell you what happened, though. Well, I'm so, getting the tutorial, so I'm going back in a minute. Back in a second, wasn't it, tutorial? <laughs> right, I still need to, so I'm back in a minute. Fair enough. Runt, can I get a dexterity saving throw from you, please? Uh, 16. 16? Runt is fine. Only Jute is affected. Oh dear. So, when he gets back, I'm going to need a strength check from him. I'm probably, I imagine, pretty good at those. Uh, yeah, he is pretty good at them, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's just whether or not this strange block of skin and fat is better. <laughs> and as as a point, actually, now now that everyone is in the room, you can see that this creature is almost like a perfect, like um, ten foot by ten foot cube of uh, of just flesh. That wobbles gently. Mm, Not gonna lie. Just like very... at the moment, because I'm hungry, it's just kind of making me want tofu. Fair enough. <laughs> the, the the skin is stretched tight. There's no bumps or blemishes in it. It's just like it's like good quality skin. Like if if this if this was on a person, they'd have very nice skin. Because it's a large cube of flesh, it's a little disturbing. Like when you slap a cow's udder. 
<laughs> Are you speaking from experience? <laughs> I, I hope not. I hope you haven't just slapped a cow's yeah. other. They don't take kindly to it. Asked like, me to. What have I missed? Uh, I need a strength so, strength uh, saving throw from you. Oh, that's going to be good in a minute. <laughs> okay. It was a request. Oh, oh. So I did it. I got a 16. With my nice. <laughs> um, twenty-four. Uh, that's unfortunately a natural twenty from the creature. Oh, As what? the cre the, the creature undulates outwards, uh, slamming no! into both uh, Jute and Runt. Uh, Jute becoming like passing through the membrane of the skin and being sucked bodily inside the creature as it retracts into its usual ten foot uh, shape. I have a question. Y you said that Jute is tall, but are they in the same size category as me? I'm eight foot. Yes, medium creatures are all in the same size category. You're all medium. Can I attempt to dimension door in? Grab Jute and dimension door out? Do you want to try and dimension door inside a cube? Do you need line of sight? No. It, you for di not exactly for dimension it, door? Not required. No, not it can for be dimension a place door. you can see, one you can visualize, or one you can describe by stating distance and direction. Give me a... <laughs> don't forget about Bongo. Oh, because you'll need to be exact, because you won't be able to move once inside the cube. I'm going to need you to give me a performance check to see how well you can visualize the exact point inside the cube that Jute is currently taking up. 26. 26. That's pretty good visualization. And you you open a dimension door in front of you, stepping through and seeing Jute there within the muck and strange acidic fat of the inside of this creature. Uh, you grab him, but it for the purpose of Time progression, it will take an entire turn before you can use Dimension Door to get out again, which means both of you will take damage. Um, actually, how do I rule this? Because specifically in the creature's description, as I've written it, the creature can only hold one person at a time. Would it, like, kick? I suppose it would it would push out the oldest part, like <laughs> occupant, which is Jute. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, we'll we'll rule it as that. Um, as Joe appears me, within, <laughs> within the creature, uh, Jute is forced bodily out of the membrane of the of this strange fat cube. Uh, Covered in acidic fat, not smelling great, probably not feeling great either, <laughs> as I still need to roll damage for them because they do take damage on to going into the cube. Uh, so let me roll some damage for both you and uh, that's. Ten points of damage each. 
and uh, Joe has to spend an entire turn in there, during which the creature will attempt to digest Joe, uh, oh, which no. means Joe is going to take some more damage. Uh, this so is like some more damage for Joe. That's a lot of dice. <laughs> yeah, it's the the digest action allows it to roll double the dice it takes for just starting its your turn inside the creature. Um, that's uh, eighteen damage for Joe. It is now your turn again, though. So if you wish to try and dimension door out <laughs> yeah, of the now. creature, <laughs> I dimension yep, you dimension door, yeah, door out oh. of the creature. Joe appearing again, covered in this this burning <laughs> fat that has started to eat through his skin, a couple of feet away from the creature. The creature doesn't seem to be making any moves to head towards anyone. It doesn't seem capable of moving on its own. That's I'm gonna I'm gonna use my prestidigitation to clean. You clean yourself. Now, now, would that piss you off, being swallowed and spout? I think it would, you know. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, it would piss you off, so... Rage? 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 Yeah. You want to you wanna keep attacking the creature? You can rage. Uh, or, or you can just leave it alone. Bongo's the only one he listens to. <laughs> yeah. Jute, jute rages. Uh, roll your attacks against off? the creature, I suppose. Uh, As you move back the... towards that creature, I'm shouting at you. I am not saving you again. Uh, I'm gonna use my claw. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you can make get... you can make four claw attacks. Uh, is that a d20? Uh, yes, it does. A d20 plus nine. Plus nine, yeah, okay. D20. I'll roll, D20. can I just roll four d20 now or just one at a time? Uh, I'll roll four d20 because I need to know whether or not you hit all of them. And then we can just roll all the damages at the same time as well. I got two 14s, a two, eight. and an eight. So, uh... Uh, 23... Plus, yeah, plus 9, all those, those all hit. A 10, no, an 11, and a 17. As long, as long as you roll higher than a 1, you hit this creature. Oh, okay, um, then, yeah. <laughs> I, that wouldn't be the same for everyone else, but because you have a plus 9, as long as you roll higher than a natural 1, you hit this creature. Um, yep, those all hit, which means we need uh, 4d6 40. from you. Well, D12, D10, D6, D6, D8, D6, 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 D
your your form shifting slightly as anger overtakes you, claws growing from your fingertips as you just tear away at the skin of this creature. Uh, it is still standing, and it wibbles. <laughs> Can I go again? How many attacks do I get? Was it just that was one? all of your attacks. You get two okay. attacks per turn, and Claw yep. allows you to do an extra attack every time you make an attack. Okay, but, cool. So you get four attacks with Claw. It's a giant jelly. And you're pissed at it? Yeah, it it has has problems, you know. Oh. But he's quite sensitive. While you're having this conversation, the cube is going to flex again, and I'm going to need another dexterity saving throw from Jude. Okay. So he's he gets angry like badgers do if you go near their den. But he's yeah, nineteen this time. Apart from getting near the nineteen, yep, you succeed, stepping back five feet to avoid the expansion and sudden shrinkage of the creature. Big bag of flesh in his vicinity, and you know, really, oh. really triggers him. I think maybe his entire family was killed by big bags of flesh. I don't know. That would make sense. Would, yeah. Are you going to allow Jute to continue attacking this creature? Uh, only uh, only uh, Bungo can calm it down. But, yeah. I didn't prepare calm emotions. I, I I'm will, sorry. I have calm emotions! <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to use it. I'm only, I'm only intervening in each of your problems once. You get one free ticket, and that's it. After that, I don't care a fuck about you anymore. I am gonna go and... Um... Oh, God, what's it called? Um... I'm gonna... Mutter uh, a few arcane words from my uh, hand over the scimitar. I'm just gonna be, uh... East and Shadow. I'm gonna jump onto, uh... To juice back, and I'm going to also hit the cube just because I feel like I'm missing out. Wow. <laughs> uh, sure, roll an attack. Uh, also, I have to work out. I can't remember what the fuck this spell does. Help. Get together. Oh, come on, Wi Fi. What if I gloom? Next, uh... first one is a natural one. Nice. That <laughs> doesn't uh, hit. The second one is a natural one, which does not hit. <laughs> uh, yeah, that that's me done. <laughs> there you go. Nice. <laughs> I mean, I. I suppose we'll move around to Jute again. There's no actual initiative order for this fight. We're just sort of being very lackadaisical with the rules right now. <laughs> uh... Yeah, exactly. I'm going to hit it with my claws again. <laughs> okay. Roll me your four attacks. 
Plus nine, what is that? Uh, yes, plus nine to all of them. But again, as long as you roll above a one, you're fine. You've hit it. Yeah, I hit, I hit all of them. Okay. Um, I hit one. So that's 66 plus 20. Sorry, 46 plus 20, yeah. Okay, yeah, you completely tear this creature apart as you just rage obliterate uh, a creature meant for a level three party. <laughs> Too happy. I mean, you you killed a sack of flesh. And I definitely helped. Uh-huh. Yeah, you absolutely did so much damage to that thing. Yeah, good job, buddy. Yeah. Your part in the head, and that will immediately calm down. <laughs> there are two doors <laughs> leading out of this room. Well, three doors if you count. Sorry, four doors if you count the one you came from and the one leading away to the next room. But there are two either side. Thanks, Bongo. Has Has Broderick <laughs> stayed in this room, or has Broderick wandered off? <laughs> Broderick has stood next to the. Door to the right. Uh, I'll, I'll kneel so Bono can get off if he wants to. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'll uh, send. Uh. Roderick is going to turn to, to run and throw something to him. Uh, calling, heads up! Shit. I'll try and catch it. Try and catch it? Dexterity saving throw for me. God. Natural 20. Natural 20? Uh, you catch a, uh, uh, like, I suppose, probably, like, large orange-sized, uh, goblin head. Oh, oh. Broderick is laughing his ass off. I am joining in. Jute laughing. Jute chuckling and laughing. And then he goes, Jute don't know why laughing. Sorry. Kick the goblin head, and with the minus one strength, it'll just go. Sorry. Sorry. Couldn't resist. You guys were all so distracted with the giant flesh thing. I, I, I found the heads. The joke came to me. I just, it, hey. I couldn't resist. Hilarious, hilarious. The next time you could have given I me mean... a heads up. Ha <laughs> ha. I did. 
Oh, I just don't get it. Oh, jeez. Uh, I'm going to walk into another room. <laughs> I'm going to pick up the couple And the other room, as, as I believe you probably projected, has torsos in it. Yeah. I'm going to pick up the couple. Uh, there is one that holds pride of place. Uh, that is flayed and has scriptures carved into it. Which would mean something if the main party was here, but they're not. So, you know, we'll just move past the fact that that very important item is, exists in this area. This is, the first is, is it in a language that any of us can read? Um, no, you can't read. What languages can you guys read? <laughs> None. Uh, I can read Infernal, and that's it. Then it's in a language you can read. <laughs> oh! <laughs> uh, the language, the language read, uh, translates as going around the body as Smith of Bones raised from contract between parent and demon uh, in child <laughs> seed planted uh, for greater uh, yeah, I haven't written this prophecy down it's all, it's all in my head so I can't this one's going to be a little I, more I just archaic that, than the written one I thought that was actually part of the inscription and it was just written back Fred Flintstone carved it in sorry let me go again sorry let me go again um Smith of Bones reborn in skin of scale, uh, from contract made between parent beyond pale. Uh, for child child left to demon's wrath. Uh, a path chosen. Nope, sorry. They they must travel the chosen path. That is the prophecy. There you go. You've now got two parts of the prophecy, or at least you would. If your main characters were here. Now, now you've got one half of the prophecy and <laughs> a group of randos and Broderick has another part of it. I also now heavily regret the time you were in the Red Skull's base and didn't read that other torso because no one let Iris see it. <laughs> yep. That was also had a prophecy inscribed on it. We might have had a huge heads up. <laughs> well, this is the first time I've ever been disappointed by a room full of chests. So, let's go. Dang. You don't understand. As your chest. No, no, this is just some chest. weird fucking poetry. As your chest, good. Human hey, chest. I just had to come up with that rhyme scheme and poetry on the spot <laughs> because I haven't got round to re- writing the actual words of that section of the prophecy yet. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> Necromancers easily rich. They just collect body parts. No, I, I think they kind of need money to be able to get the stuff to do. I don't think they have money for very long. <sighs> yeah. Uh, I could find you some rich people, though. I will remind you that you are all getting a bag of 200 platinum on the completion of this job. Exactly, I can find you. And that's why we should get back to work. (laughs) I'm turning around and walking out the room. I've I've got hold of the the goblin head that uh, Bongo threw away. 
I'm bouncing like a, b- a basketball. Um, they don't bounce. Skulls don't really like bounce properly. So really, you like you sm- you smack it down once. It doesn't quite get up. So you lean down, pick it up, smack it down again. It doesn't quite get up. You lean down, pick it up, smack it down a third time, and there's a crack as the skull implodes under the th- three repetitive impacts and is just now a splat on the floor. Oh, I. I'm. Let's have a look. Um. I'm going to use the most wasteful casting of the creation spell to uh, to make a bouncy ball. Jude. <laughs> that's a fifth, you le- do that's so. a fifth level spell. That is indeed a fifth level spell. You uh, you craft the various components we're using magic into uh, a bouncy ball for Jude. You got a five foot yeah. bouncy ball now. Jude happy. Let's bounce it. You bounce it. So what are you looking for again, Roderick? Uh, well, the way it was described to me was a large tornado of various bones from various creatures that's probably angry and will probably try and kill us. Uh, Does the bones have feelings? (laughs) These bones do. I mean... I'm going to bounce the ball. There's a lot of... Broderick stands there as the ball thwack off the side of his head <laughs> and doesn't really react. <laughs> it's hard to even tell whether Broderick noticed that. Well, there are bodies, there are bones, right? That, that does tend to be the case. Unless, You're of course, the bodies, are made of, the bodies are of some gelatinous creature without... Uh, a skeletal system like Whoa. a snail. Where would, a where would we encounter one of those? Oh, that cube! Yeah. I'm going to bounce against I'm sure there were it probably have, bones in there. It didn't at some have point. bones. And like, you, you, turn, you turn and there's a couple of like bleached bones sticking out of like the congealing it fat. Has some okay, bones. it had bones. Those aren't its bones, but it did have no, bones. But it has bones. I'm, I'm going to bounce the ball off the tiny child. I will catch it. Okay. Do you like toys? Oh, no. Yeah. I don't like things hitting me. I'm sorry. Apologize. You know, we've talked about this. Can't go throwing things at people. I'm sorry. Here we go. You can fall back, please. Be careful. Nature bites. And I will roll the ball back. <laughs> you roll the ball back to Jude. Would you like to continue down the stairs to the third and final room? Yes. <laughs> Excellent. You say the occasional bounce uh, a ball. Yep, you make your way down the stairs, the ball bouncing, the rattling of bones getting closer as lights flare into being uh, along the pathway down the stairs until you reach a large, expansive chamber, uh, the floor coated in sand, the the roof held up with large pillars inscribed with the symbol of uh, circling snakes up into the uh, ceiling. 
and within the central area of uh, this sort of like lowered sand air, like coated floor is a large pile of bones the uh the bones occasionally clacking together or rattling off in something sometimes a collection of bones will lift up and form into a weird chimera-esque being of bones that's not quite right. Not all of the bones make sense where they are before it will shake and lose structure and fall back into the pile. I'm going to use bark skin. Fair enough. Yep. Still bouncing. Um, have a look. I oh, just concentration. It is. Uh, you are more than welcome to take any spells you need to do before you to prepare for this fight before you engage with the creature. It does not seem to be reacting to your presence. Yep, quickly changing spells that aren't necessary. Bungo, what does Jute do? Uh, Jute waits for my command, and then I'm gonna. Smash. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna put in preparation cast mislead. Okay, I don't know what that one does, so I am invisible invisible, but there is a oh. fake me where I was. Okay. Is that like invisible but also miserable? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's a very sad invisibility. <laughs> I can make it move on my action as well. Okay, yep, there is a fake Joe. None <laughs> of you realise it's a fake Joe. Broderick most definitely doesn't realise it's a fake Joe. <laughs> neither does neither uh, you. Yeah, Joe has just become incredibly quiet and still. Uh, I can use my action to make it behave as I normally would, and currently, until the fight starts, that is what I'm doing. Okay, it is, yeah. it is acting like Jute. Joe, there's too many J names here. Uh, Joe usually would. Okay. Anybody else got any fancy shit to do before we start? Because mine's Uh, pretty... uh, Let me double check what I can do. Uh, I'm going to hand them all back to uh, Bungo. Thank you. Don't know what I'd do without this. (laughs) Put it in my bag. (laughs) Oh, that lasts for ten minutes. Nice. Uh, um, so yeah, I'm going. I'm going to set that up because it just lasts. Fuck yeah, that's nice to know. Broad Broderick uh, is gonna is gonna take a second and uh, hold on. Just checking how many creatures I can affect with this. It's calm. Uh, I can only affect one target. Uh, who's the squishiest here? Not you. Probably. Uh, Probably me. And I'm, I have an armor class of 11 and I am currently on 35 health. God, yeah, no, you're uh, <laughs> problem, problem being that uh, Broderick can give yep. these benefits to Joe's clone, but it's not going to help the clone. Can Project have done it before Joe made the clone? Uh, I suppose he could have done. Broderick is going to cast protection from good and evil. Uh, specifically protection from evil. 
Um, so creatures with uh, with an evil alignment have disadvantage on attack rolls against you. Uh, you can't be charmed, frightened, uh, or frightened, uh, or possessed. Uh, and you have advantage on any saving throws against those conditions. I just realized how terrifying Briar looks right now. Because I activated Bark Skin, and then I also activated Fire Shield. <laughs> so she is literally oh, yeah, walking that's wildfire. She's a walking wildfire. Uh, Yay! Shut up, stood there daydreaming. That's someone says something to make him angry. Um, I am going to. Um, look, let me have a quick look. Additionally, yeah. if we want to keep track of Broderick's auras, uh, anyone within. Uh, Hold on. Uh, Anyone within 10 feet of Broderick has a plus two to saving throws, um, can't be charmed, and can't be frightened. Okay. Um, Yeah. I am going to quickly um, grab one of my fangs. Rip it out from the gum and put in uh, um, jutes like like a pocket, uh, and then start singing a like creepy children's song, um, and there will be like music that accompanies it. Um, it's it's in Sylvan if anyone speaks Sylvan. Oh, nice! Oops. I yeah. can understand it. You have lineage. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Uh, Not a This is a very fucking creepy party. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be like it's it's a really creepy, sinister nursery rhyme about eating children. That song? Yeah. Uh what? I remember that song. It's gonna like back the fuck away. Uh, <laughs> No, 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 no. Okay. No. Um, oh. As I also, the last thing, cast a spell. And this large, like, maybe like 13, 14 foot long, about 10 or so foot tall, uh, conic spirit made out of uh, chunks of onyx bound together by roots uh, appears in a space next to me. There we go. Mm. I run away from Brian. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, preparations complete. Uh, Broderick takes uh, a look around uh, to make sure uh, everyone's ready. I'm going to see that. Run, runs away from the wildfire. I'm going to follow Bungo. <laughs> okay. Broderick takes, takes a look around, make sure, everyone, make, sure, yeah, make sure everyone is ready, and then charges. All good to go. Where Bungo and... goes? Initiative comes into action. Ooh, change of music. Fuck. Ah. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, ah. Everything's fine, Jute. Just get angry. Jute is going first. Get angry. 
Oh, oh, I can now think of dodgeball now you said that. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say... Uh, dodge, dip, dip, dive and dodge. Monster <laughs> stole your bouncy ball. That does get him angry. <laughs> there we go. He is angry. You've forgotten that he gave it to Bongo earlier. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to charge head first into it. Okay. With anger. Yeah, you charge yeah. forward, overtaking Broderick. <laughs> and I assume you're raging and attacking. Uh, yeah. Does that killer instinct thing activate? Or, no, oh, but that came angry at the start of combat, then I didn't count. Uh, yeah, you got angry at the start of combat. I will use my Warhammer for a little bit. Uh, yeah. Okay, you, you smack it with your hammer. I assume it'll be twice, because that's how many times you can smack it, so roll me to a dex. Yeah. Um, yeah. And plus nine. Nineteen. Nineteen? Nineteen hits. And Ooh. that's the eight. Um, plus five damage, so... Okay. Roll me the D8. 1D8. Yep, 1D8. D8. As Duke rages and brings the hammer down on the pile of bones, cracking a I couple seven, of them. Yeah, 8 points of damage, even with the plus 5. Uh, what was that damage? 8, that was with the plus 5. With the plus 5, that's double to 16 because you're raging. Uh, you have a second attack. Uh, I'll do it again. Fair enough. Oh, I don't want a 12. Deep. 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 16 plus 9 is a 25. Roll me your d8. As the hammer comes down again, the rage of the stolen bounty ball flooding Jute with strength. Uh, that is a 9 with the, with the 5. I'll lay it on, so that's 18. Yep. Ow. Okay, yep. There's a, now a small section of crumpled bone that is mostly dust uh, on the outer edge of the creature's <laughs> pile. Because uh, I got a nat 20 on initiative, is that a surprise attack or something? Uh, yes, it is a surprise round, so you technically are now going again. <laughs> uh, I'll, do it. I'll attack it again with the hammer. Uh, 5 plus 9 is 14. Uh, yeah, that's a hit. Okay. Uh, this thing currently is a large pile of bones. It's not difficult to hit. I'm going to roll another d20 so I can... I can oh, no, I okay. okay. Five plus five is ten. So that's twenty. Okay. Damage. Twenty damage. And another d20. Icon, icon, 200, icon, 16. A sixteen, so that's twenty-five. 
That definitely hits. Uh, that's a seven points of damage overall. Uh, plus double that. Uh, it's fourteen. Take fourteen. Okay. Wait, no. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah, fourteen. Yeah. Jute again brings the hammer down over and over again, smashing chunks of bone to dust. Uh, as we move to Runt's turn. Okay. Um, I am gonna also go and get up into melee with this thing. Um, and I am just going to try and just hit it with a with my scimitar. Okay. Uh, ooh, that's not that twenty four. That hits. Okay, so that's two, that's uh, nine points of damage. Um, and in my second attack, I can use a cantrip. So I'm going to use a uh, human blade. Fair enough. Uh, blah, 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 blah. 3d8 and 3d8. Uh, so that's a uh, 16 to hit. Uh, that hits. Okay, so that takes... Um, 6... 12... Uh, 14 points of damage. Uh, 8 of that is thunder. Okay. Uh, and then the creature's not compared. Uh yeah, and then the draconic spirit gets to go after me. Um so that's gonna fly it can up above this creature. Uh, yeah, this room is pretty large and domed. Lovely, lovely. Um and it is going to let's see, let's mention ten feet. Uh yeah, it's gonna try and make three rend attacks. Okay. Uh, the first was a natural one. Oh, you're not does doing not a great hit. Time, uh, Can a bone bleed? That's not really uh, no. 25 on the second and 20 on the uh, third. So, <laughs> spells level piercing. So, the first one does three, uh, seven. Uh, 13 points of damage. Um, okay. And then the, sec- the, the last attack does uh, 12 points of damage. Uh, and then it is going to uh, use its breath weapon. Uh, I'm going to need a dexterity saving throw from the, uh, from the creature. The creature immediately fails it because it is currently prone. Yep. Although my auntie's being Don't ask me to make a dexterity saving throw as well. Would I have to make a dexterity saving throw as well? I'm uh, I think he's hammer. probably angled it, so you'd be fine. Oh, okay. This poor creature Wait, was taking a nap and you're just coming. <laughs> Whack it on the head a few times with a hammer. <laughs> You've almost taken a hundred points off its health already. <laughs> and only two of you have gone, and Brandon hasn't even finished his turn. <laughs> this is going to be a one-round a one KO. I don't think so. It does have quite a bit of health, and it's a lot harder to hit once it gets up. 
It's just because yeah. at the minute it's technically prone, everyone's hitting it. And its AC is lowered while it's asleep. It is going to become a harder fight as soon as it gets its turn. It does get its turn at the very end of combat. It is a pretty so, slow creature. Yeah. Well, obviously it was asleep. It wasn't expecting this. It's super pretty fucking slow. Yeah, I can agree. <laughs> Uh, sorry, the dexterity uh, throw was immediately failed because it is both prone and sleeping. Damn, lovely. I mean, everything's an advantage anyway. Uh, yeah, technically every melee attack should have been an advantage. I just kind of forgot that that's how prone works. <laughs> um, okay, it takes... Uh, eight points of force damage. It most definitely does. Hell yeah. Uh, I don't know what this thing you've just done is, but I'm going to need you to send me the details at some point. Will do. I will do. Well, indeed. Um, that is me done. Yep. Cool. Uh, that brings us to Briar. How tall is this cavern? Uh, this cavern is about 300 feet tall. Okay. <laughs> This thing looks pretty there, right? Yeah, it's pretty big. It it's currently like covering about ninety feet of space when it's spread out, but it is piled quite high, probably about a uh, hundred feet high. Okay. There's a lot of bones in it for sure. Well. Damn it for being thick. So, in. Yeah, let's start off with a, a sixth level spell Bones of the Opening Earth. Opening strongly? Fair enough. Um, so bone with so bone. You... <laughs> yeah, so you the age old Raya adage fight bones with bones. <laughs> <laughs> you see Briar stand there, tilt her head slightly, look towards the sand and raise her arms. Um, da -da -da. And six pillars from the sand rise up. Uh, they are a diameter of five feet and a height of up to 30 feet. My aim is to kind of like make it so that only half the creature is like up, so it sort of like tumbles and falls. That, that's the, that's the goal, hopefully. Because I can target a ground under a creature. Fair um, enough. Uh, oh, if it is medium or smaller, so I will place all six underneath it. Okay. Because it's a big creature. Ye um, yeah. Yep, the, uh, so the it's ground just a case of... Shakes. The ground shakes and cracks as these pillars rise up tumbling bones away from each other and pushing several up that are perched on top of the pillars into the sky. Well, not the sky, but towards the top of the cavern. 30 feet up. So it basically has to try and get down or it has to fall down now. Fair enough. <laughs> I assume that's your entire that time. this cavern is fucking huge. Yeah. Uh... 
Da, 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 da. That's for a minute. So for my bonus action, um, I will shift. And not only do I have the rough skin and the fact that I am wreathed in flame, but now I look more bestial with fangs, sharper eyes. This just, child has just gone nice. feral. <laughs> yeah. Brian yeah. basically gone feral. A feral, just a feral <laughs> child that set themselves on fire. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that brings us to Joe. What are you up to, Joe? Uh, well, my only available option has just been fucked over. So... I suppose I'm gonna walk myself to a point where if it came down, I'd be able to hit it and prepare my, like, action to, if it comes within five feet where I can hit it, I want to stab it. But that's all I can really do. Okay. Sure, you do so. Fake Joe is just standing there. As an open target. Fair enough. Broderick, then, uh, let me check Broderick's about the sheet. hologram or the real Joe? Uh, the hologram Joe is just standing as a target. The real Joe is standing oh. somewhere ready to stab something. Ah, right. The fun uh, thing is, the invisibility drops when I stab a thing, but the fake Joe doesn't. Okay. Uh, yep, Broderick is going to stroll uh, forward, uh, bringing his hand across the blade, the the flat side of the blade of his blade, as it glows slightly brighter from within. The amber that already glue uh, glue glowed <laughs> with the power of the sun, uh, flaring into a brighter. Uh, form as he uses channel divinity sacred weapon uh, upon it uh, da, 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 da. uh that's uh that's an is action what can he do as a bonus action um Oh, he can rage, can't he? Because he's barbarian. Hey, he's going to rage as his bonus action. Uh, and that's Broderick's turn. He is now the creature. The creature is awake. Uh, and probably not happy as uh, the bones begin to shake and rise, beginning to swirl as... Uh, the focus point has been been lifted into the air, so the creature is above, uh, on top of the pillars. Uh, as the bones begin to rise and spin, picking up sand from the floor as the winds that they create begin to twist round and round and round and round and round into a whirling storm of splintered bone and skulls and whole ribs and rib cages that just spiral outwards, sometimes coming together to form various creatures before they shatter apart and begin to 
flow freely back into that shifting mass of swirling bone. Uh, the creature is going to move forward and drop off the pillars. Uh, it will drop into Joe's stabbing yeah. range uh, yeah. if Joe wishes to make his stab. Enjoy 30 feet of fall damage. That's that to 12. That's a 12. That doesn't hit. The yeah, creature is no longer invisible. prone. Uh, Joe is now visible. Oh, nice. Yeah, you get advantage on the attack because you were invisible when you made it. Um, I assume six. that also doesn't hit. Nope. Yep, that's yep. not. Joe is now visible. The creature does, in fact, take 30 feet of fall damage, though, so uh, I need to roll that up. Hold on. Let me get me D10s. Nope, sorry, not my D10s, but D6s. Theoretically, can I wave at myself? Yes. I'm waving at myself. <laughs> it's going to hurt my ears. Mm -hmm. Oh, there we go. Okay. 72. 72 damage. Uh, yep, it takes 72 fall damage from getting off the pillars. But it's not intelligent to realize it was any higher up than it was when it went to sleep, so it just... moved. Um, it is now <laughs> going to... Now gonna make its attacks. Uh, one against... Uh, in fact, it's gonna make one for each of you. Isn't that lovely? Um, so let's make some attacks. Sha ta 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 ta! One, two, three, four, five. Going down the list. Uh, Joe, does a fourteen hit you? Yes. But don't don't I have bonuses hey. and things? I don't remember them. I forgot. I don't know what you have, Joe. It's your character sheet. Yeah, I had no, I had the the protection thing from Broderick, but I don't remember what it did. Doesn't oh, throws. that was that was saving throws. You get a plus two to saving throws. Uh. Oh no! Wait, if it's no, no, you, the creature has disadvantage on attacks against you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, its second roll was a seven, so I don't think that was that. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, well, ah, I dropped my d20. Um, okay, jutes. Uh, a sixteen doesn't hit your AC. It makes your AC, but you win. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, Runt, a 15? Um, nope, does not help. Okay, Briar, a 15? Nope, doesn't help. And a 15 does not hit Broderick either. I rolled three 12s. Look at me go. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, the creature lets out a uh, 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 hailstorm of bone shards that pepper the battlefield around you but 
all of you are unaffected. Uh, which brings it to the lair action. Uh, it is go. A collection of bones will fall from the creature, uh, forming themselves into those strange com- chimera combinations of skeletons that you saw before, uh, as they begin to stagger out of the creature towards you. Uh, there are now three more enemies on the battlefield. Uh, bringing us to Jute. Um. Well, until he's told otherwise, he's going to keep attacking the big things. Fair enough. Angrily. With the Warhammer. Oh, I forgot. Roll it moved. your attack. Moved. It takes booming blood damage. I just remembered them. Ah, roll me some damage then, please. As um, another explosion of noise comes from from the place it was struck by uh, Runt's blade the first time. Uh, 13 points of thunder damage. Uh, I'm going to attack it twice in a warhammer, so I'll roll both of Well, the first one was a 15 plus 9, that is a... <gasps> that hits. And then the second one was a 3 plus 9 is a... So, 12. That doesn't hit. So, 1d8. Are you okay, Brandon? Don't die on us, please. We need you. I ate far too quickly, and now I regret it. That's fair. Yeah. That's a pain I can understand. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, so that is... 13 doubles. 13 doubles? 26. Is it 26? Yeah, it is. <laughs> yep, okay. Yep, 26 damage is... Uh, you miss with the first swing, the bone that you were aiming for just sort of changing its arc suddenly and avoiding the swing, and then you bring the hammer around a second time and connect uh, with uh, another one shattering it to pieces. Uh, can I do anything bonus action related or not? Bonus action related? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, oh, check. Jute. Uh, you stay raged because you made an attack. Okay. Uh, no, you can only rage. Yeah, I mean, you could attempt to grapple the creature, but considering it's two size classes above you, that wouldn't work. <laughs> no, okay. Yeah, that's my turn then. Uh, okay, yeah, that brings us to Runt. Runt, what are you up to? So there's uh, four now total, is it? Yeah, there are four creatures on the battlefield now. Uh, three medium-sized creatures and one that is the large tornado bones. Okay, okay. How close are they to each other? Uh, they will have been spat out at various points, so they won't be particularly close. Probably about 30 feet away from each other. Okay, okay. Let's have a look. Yeah, okay, no, I'm just going to... Uh... Uh, I think I'm just going to go for melee attacks like I did last time on the on the big guy. Um, yeah, I'll do that. Uh, so, uh, thirteen to hit on the first one. Doesn't hit. Uh, and the second one, I'll boom him. Booming blade again. Uh, no, that's even worse. So both miss. Um, 
I'm going to get it's the AC uh, has risen drastically now it's awake. Yeah, no, I'm I'm not rolling particularly well for melee anyway. Um, yeah, the draconic spirit is going to go, um, and that is going to. How many was it? Three rends, half the spells level. Yeah, definitely. So talk again back in a minute. Cool. Uh, natural twenty. That definitely hits. Um. Uh, 28. Yeah, that hits. And a 25. Also hits. Okay, so that is going to be... Um, so, um, 15 and 19. Uh, so the first one deals 25 points of damage on the crit. Uh, the okay. second attack deals 15 points of damage. And the last one deals uh, 11 points of damage. I need a dexterity save and throw as well. As it's gonna... That's so, a two. Two. That <laughs> just, just succeeds. Um, ah, I knew it. Oh, well, I mean, this is... Damn, this is devastating. It takes two points of force damage. Oof. Yeah. It's quaking Come. in its non-existent skelly boots. Recover, <laughs> recover from that. Um, and that is, that is me. Yep, cool. Uh, okay. That brings us to Briar. As the, oh. the large... Oh. Mal- amalgamation of rocks and vines that is this dragon spirit finishes its attacks. Okay. I'm, I'm stuck with so much fucking concentration bullshit. Yep. Which sucks so much. Druid! Yeah, it's okay though, cause I am now a. I am now a brown bear on fire. <laughs> Flaming brown bear. Yep, uh, I'm gonna run over to one of the um one of the smaller creatures, uh, and I'm gonna go and hit it. <laughs> okay. Where's my claws? Oh, that was absolute bollocks. That was shite. That was terrible. Uh, it, 11. 11 hits. Oh, shit. Nice. Oh, no, it's not that. Uh, five, six, seven, eight. No, it was an 8. I'm, I'm right. Really, uh, 8 hits? 8 doesn't happen. No. Okay. So, but I get two attacks because the, this is... Yeah, multi-attack, one with its bite, one with its claws. So let's go for the next one. Ten. Ten hits. Oh, uh, when... Ooh, nice. Twelve damage. Yep, that that particular bone creature is eviscerated. Uh, the brittle bones shattering done. beneath your, your bear. Just Seeming, seemingly, the heart. creatures it releases are not particularly strong. Uh, 
they are meant more to draw attention away from it. I will be a bear and I will run around and I will do that. But that's it. That's my turn. Cool. There's now a bear on fire on the battlefield. <laughs> um, it's <laughs> it's Joe's turn. I'm going to try the stabbing again. Uh, have fun. It's a bear on fire. Uh, I can't tell if that's a one or a seven on this dice's font, but I don't think it hits either way. Uh, no, it doesn't. <laughs> That's my turn! <laughs> Joe! Good job, Joe! I, I'm gonna bonus action disengage and walk away from it! <laughs> you do so. <laughs> no. uh, now it is Broderick. Uh, Broderick is gonna wail on this creature with his, with his sword. How many attacks does Broderick get? Broderick gets two. Nope, that's not Broderick, that's Jute. Broderick still gets two. <laughs> uh, that's a 19. That hits. That's a 15. That second one doesn't hit. Uh, but we can still roll the damage of that. And another d8. Of radiant damage. Uh, so that's 14 doubled, which is 28, plus a d8 of radiant damage. Is a 3 uh, more radiant damage, which brings us to 31 points of damage. Uh, da, da, da. As Broderick brings the glowing uh, amber sword down upon the creature, um, let me just check my. Can't use smite, otherwise we drop the concentration on the spell that's currently affecting Joe. Yep. Yeah, I know that uh, issue. So yeah, I that's can't cast any spells. <laughs> that's why I'm trying to stab. That's Broderick's turn. It is now the creature's turn. I'm going to need a dexterity saving throw from anyone uh, within melee range of the creature. Can make... Ooh, six. Six? What, what's its melee range? It's melee range, as in within melee range to hit it, so five feet. What, uh, what's my plus to dexterity? Uh, your plus to dexterity saving throws is... A three. Oh, I got a ten then. I think you okay. have advantage uh, at your level of barbarian on dex saves. Uh, yes, you do have advantage on dex saves. Oh, okay. I don't like you to play one. That was better. 10. Okay. That's all I got. Um, <clears throat> so that's a 10 from Jute. What have we got from Runt? 6. 
Six, you are both swept up into the swirling forces of the of the winds uh, and <laughs> battered with various bones. Let me roll some damage. I'm guessing I will have bone battering. Bone battering. Uh, so I get one. No, I need to get that far out of my head now. <laughs> you take 20 damage of bone battering, which is half to 10 for jute. Okay. I'm guessing I've lost my warhammer uh, in the wind. And you will have to make another dexterity save at the start of your turn to try and escape the the creature. Okay, I'll make a con save as well for uh to be I need to take a check for Broderick actually, to see if he gets swept up. No, Broderick's fine. He's uh, too dumb and too heavy to be swept into this this whole world. <laughs> The weight of his idiocy is is keeping him <laughs> on the ground. I passed my concentration check. A spell still. Okay. Uh, yep. Yeah. Uh, the lair action takes place. The creature is going to reabsorb one of the bone creatures, uh, and he'll. Uh, not that. That's a d one hundred. We don't want to be rolling that. Uh, heal 18 points of health. Okay, so we need That brings us round to Jute. Jute, I need a dexterity saving throw from you to try and escape the creature. Have I lost my hammer, by the way? No, you're still holding on to it. Oh, okay. You probably would have let go of it. Right, okay. Yeah. Unless you want to have dropped it, then you can drop it, but... Yeah. Okay, I can't. Yeah. I can't. You would have dropped I can't. Eight. Oh, no. I got an eight plus three is eleven. And get eleven. Eleven's not enough to break the the creature's grasp upon you. Yeah, I'm uh, you can still take your turn as usual. You just have no movement speed and you have disadvantage on attacks. Is that enough? Do I need to roll again? Because I get uh, advantage on dex saving throws. Oh yes, you do have advantage on deck saving throws. I keep forgetting that. Roll again. I can't give him hide and. I can't. I can't. Oh, well, I got a ten. I got a thirteen. Thirteen. Uh, still not enough to break the break the grasp of the creature. Again, you can take your turn as regular. You just can't move, or and all attacks are made at disadvantage. Uh, well, it would have lasted well. No, under a. Use my claws. Okay. In that case, roll me eight d6s because you're attacking at disadvantage and give me the lowest rolls. I mean, d8s. I mean, eight, eight attacks. Sorry. Not, not d20s. Eight d20s and give me the lowest rolls. One. Well, the, the first one's a three. Okay. And it's on that one. Yep. And then it's a ten. Okay. And then it's a nineteen. But all of them have got a plus nine to it. <laughs> uh, they do all have a plus nine to it. Two of those attacks hit. Ooh. Uh, so I need 2d8 plus 10 from, from you. 
No, D6 is not it. You flail wildly with your claws. Is it D6 is not it, isn't it? Oh, yeah, sorry, D6 is its claws, not my brain. That's me trying to run two characters that I don't usually run of two classes I don't know very well. It's 14. 14? 40. 30. 40. 40? Yeah, so I got a, I got a six and a four plus ten. That's double, isn't it? Yeah, that's forty. Cool. There we go. Uh, okay. Now it is Runt. Runt, I need your dexterity saving throw from you. Um. Okay. As you continue to be whipped around in the ta- tornado of the of bones. Seventeen. 17? 17, you break free. Uh, Writing yourself and managing to to propel yourself off one of the swirling bones out of the tornado. Okay. Uh, And I'm I'm not going to make any fucking melee attacks because it's just not working for Runt today. Um, So I'm going to uh, reach out, send a uh, shimmering glance of psychic power at the creature, and it needs to make... Um, an intelligence saving throw. Ooh. That's a natural one. <laughs> Does not pass. Um, <laughs> unless unless it's uh, got a plus 16 to its intelligence. Uh, no, it certainly does not. It's good to know. Um, so it takes... Oh, God. I should have rolled this out beforehand. Um, <laughs> you would have heard you like, yelling slash chuckling slash screaming. Whilst he's being thrown around the room. Fair enough. <laughs> Seems to be enjoying himself. <laughs> Do it on this instead. Uh, so it takes... I don't know, it might be it might be immune to this or something, but still, uh, 30 points of psychic damage. Okay, it is certainly not immune to psychic damage. Good, good. And it is... It is... Capacitated until the st- why can I not find it until the start of my next turn? So that's oh, okay. Actions or reactions. In that case, uh, the bones collapse to the floor. Uh, the creature being in inca- the willpower holding the creature up being incapacitated. The gale force winds throwing the bones stopping. Uh, Jute also being freed from the creature's grasp as the winds stop. Uh, the creature is classified as prone as well as incapacitated for for this. Oh. Where do I Length land? Time. Love that spell. That's such a good spell. Uh, you land fine, Jute. Where about? Uh, How far away? Miles away. You you land in amongst the bones of the creature. It hasn't like thrown you anywhere. It's just sort of collapsed with you inside it. You're sort of under a pile of bones at the minute. Conic spirit as well gets to. Forgot about that. Yeah, go uh, for it. Okay, so first attack was where the D20. Uh, 19. The first attack. Uh, that hits. Um, yeah, higher than 19, so that hits. And then... A natural 20. Oof. Hey. Look uh, at you, critting with this dragon spirit. 
It's just far yeah. better than, than Runtis himself. Exactly. <laughs> Runtis realised that he can't hit for shit, so just let the dragon do it. Um, the first attack deals... Uh, I can't, why can I not do maths today? 11 points of piercing damage. And then... Second one deals 16 points of piercing damage. And then... Six, twelve. The crit deals... 25 points of piercing damage. Um, and, uh... Saving throw as well. Might as well go the full fucking Monty. Use the breath weapon. Eight. Eight? Nope. <laughs> Why well, uh, get hit by this one? Because I'm in the... Weirdly... I'm sorry. I mean, I don't know why I rolled. It was an automatic failure. The thing's prone. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, Will I get hit by this? Because I'm underneath all of it. Um... Uh, because it's above it, I think it could... I, I don't know, actually. It's a 30-foot cone. It's a pretty big creature. If you want to aim away from Jute, you can you can definitely manage it. The creature's, yeah. like, the creature's like 90 foot across. Oh, God, yeah, then. Yeah, 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 we'll do that. Um, Let me just six, work one round. Six points of force damage. Okay. About half the creature's bones have been reduced to dust by this point. Um. Oh no! I'm gonna Can take it as that was the end of his turn. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. Uh, Probably. Which brings us to Briar. What you up to, Briar? You you big flaming bear? <laughs> I'm gonna run over to the big. Smokey's disgraced cousin. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm gonna roll up, run over to the big pile of bones, and I'm gonna gnaw on it, and I'm gonna clamber on it. Make your attacks Have a good with advantage old time. because the creature is prone. Uh, eight, nine, nine, nine. Uh, thirteen. Thirteen for the first one. Uh, nope. Nope. I'm rolling shit. Was that the advantage roll as well? Yeah. Right. Oh, fucking perfect. 19 for the. 19 hits. Yeah, its AC is 18 for future reference for anyone trying to hit it. Okay. Oh, it's 2d6. Nope, sorry. Um, both attacks do hit because it is prone, and when the creature is prone, its AC is lower. Oh, then I get that and that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's me making a complex creature that some AC changes depending on its state. Uh, so, 10 for the bite, and then uh, 10 for the claws. Cool. And now I'm just a bear on fire stood next to a pile of bones. And I'm <laughs> ignoring on one of them. Yep. Maybe. Uh, that brings us to Broderick. Uh, Broderick is going to drop the concentration on... No, sorry. Yep, it is Joe. That's my bad. Do I Joe. finally possibly get to stab this thing? That depends on we'll your rolls, doesn't it? A dirty 20! That's definitely a stab. Okay. What? Two things I'd like to clarify. There is someone within 30 feet of it. It doesn't mind, I got a dentist on it. Anyway, I get my sneak attack damage. 
And also yeah. I'm going to put in um I'm gonna use one of my bardic inspiration to use whatever the attack thing he's called, where is it? Psychic blades to add an extra three D six to it. Okay. Roll your Take lots advantage. of D sixes. Take advantage of this opportunity. Roll your many, many D sixes. Nineteen damage. Okay. I don't get to hit it off. Uh, when I hit it, I'm going to hit it good. How much of that was psychic? Uh oh, God! It was three of the dice. Fifteen. Fifteen. Okay. Uh, there we go. And then I'm gonna back off. Fair enough. Uh, the creature doesn't get an attack of opportunity on you because it is prone. And it's it wouldn't anyway, I can disengage. <laughs> Did you not use your bonus action to use Psychic Blade? It doesn't say that it's a bonus action. It, it probably would be using the Bardic Inspiration. Yeah, it says when you extend the use of it. Okay, cool. Uh, now it's Broderick. Broderick's going to drop concentration on uh, the spell affecting Joe so that Broderick can do some good old, good old damage. Uh, as he attacks, uh, yeah, first one hits, yeah, second one hits, uh, that's ten, uh, damage there. Sorry, 20 damage there. Um, I'll take these off as I do them. That'd be easier. 20 damage. Take 28 damage. Then 2d8s. That's... Another nine damage. Then two d sixes because of the radiant damage of his sword. That's another twenty damage. Broderick smacks the shit out of this creature <laughs> for a, for a good second, just wailing on it with his sword uh, as flashes of radiant light escape the blade. Um, it is now the creature's turn. The creature can do nothing because it is incapacitated until the start of uh, Runt's next turn. Uh, it has no lair action to perform this turn, so we're back up to uh, Jute. Uh, I'm going to claw my way out of it. Fair enough, that will take half your movement speed to do that, but I don't think you'll be moving any further, so you'll be fine. <laughs> Well, then I'll go and stand next to um, Bongo. Yep, <laughs> you go for it. Uh, okay, so 
Okay, I'll find some of them. Yep. So I'm gonna roll eight d20s. See how many I can get. D20. 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 So the highest one there was an A plus 9, that's just 17. Yeah, that's. That's, that's uh, 16 plus 9 is 25. That's. Uh, 18 plus 9 is. 7. 27. Hits. And that's 21. Two. That's also a hit. All of those hits. Okay. Oh, you are. I I made this boss creature to deal with the main party. I was not prepared for several spellcasters (laughs) (laughs) and two barbarians. Eleven, fourteen, plus twenty. I've lost count. Uh, twenty, thirty-four, double that, sixty-eight. So close to sixty-nine. Ah, oh, so close. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, you continue to just tear apart bones with your bare hands. Uh, Not bare hands like Briar's bare hands, but bare <laughs> hands as in you have nothing in your hands. Though I suppose, as as a as a way of the beast barbarian, you could also have bare hands. I just got like claws coming out of knuckles. Fair enough. Good. Very good. That's, why, that's why he's got holes in his gloves. <laughs> uh, okay. Just, now just go and say, duty's okay. It is now Runt's turn. Yeah, I'm turn. Uh, I got your back, buddy. And there's an evil part of me that wants to try and cast Psychic Lance again, but I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to go for some regular attacks because Runt wants to prove that he can actually fucking hit something with his sword. Ooh, thank you for the points, honey. What's happened? I, oh. I, I don't What's know, but you have cheered us. What's happened? Honey has <laughs> cheered us. Thank you very much. Hey. Um, I need to stop dropping that dice because now it is beyond my use. I got a 19. So I think I actually hit with my fucking scimitar. Yes, you do. <laughs> Wonderful. I do a spicy. 10 points of damage the first attack and the second attack is even better so that's booming blade so that's uh, um, uh where's, the, where's the right dice there it's nine ten. so it's nine points of um stabby damage and nine points of Thunder damage. Okay. Um, cool. At the end of your turn, uh, the creature... Oh, yep, you've got the dragon, too. 
Dual got the dragon. Uh, that's a mess on the first attack. Uh, yeah, depends what do you roll for the first attack. Uh, 13. No, 12. No, that's a hit. That's a hit. It's AC changes when it's prone. Oh, uh, okay. Um, okay, yeah, that, that, that's a 12 plus whatever. And a 10 plus, so 19. Um, yep. So it's 1d6 plus 4 plus 6. So. Uh, first attack's 13 points of damage. 12 and 11. Um, and for the breath weapon, it's a seven points of force damage. And that is the end of my turn. Okay, cool. At the end of your turn, the creature reforms. It doesn't form back into that tornado of swirling bones, however. It instead becomes a much similar shape to um, the chimeras of bone that it put out during that first lair action. Seemingly, it no longer has enough mass to maintain the, its giant form uh, and is now condensing as much mass as it can into a more sturdy uh, form to continue this fight. Uh, it is now Briar's turn. I'm still a bear. So you I'm are still a bear. Yeah, bite and chlorine. Herbie bars. Herbie bars. Pirate the bars? Team is now. Uh. Nope, both of those miss! Yeah, no. I'm still gonna gnaw at the bones on the floor, though. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, it's now Joe. I'm Hi, gonna Joe. just I'm gonna drop concentration on the like false Joe because this is not doing anything yeah. at this point. And I'm gonna I'm gonna whisper at the bone thing. I'm gonna use dissonant whispers. Brandon dropped concentration a... on the call. <laughs> I need a wisdom saving throw. I'm also casting it at fourth level, casting it at higher level. Um I can tell you it fails that. Okay, I I need to count need to count out my d sixes again. That's even more. That's nineteen damage. Tire damage type. Uh, Psychic. Okay. Someone double that for me. What, 19 doubled? 38. 38, yeah. Okay. I, I will reveal now at this late stage in the fight that it is weak to psychic damage, mostly because I couldn't double 19 in my head. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, now, now it's Broderick's turn. Broderick's gonna smack it. Uh, da, 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 da. 
That doesn't hit. That does hit with a dirty 20. That's 15. Sixteen doubles is thirty-eight. No, thirty-eight. Thirty-two. Thirty-two. Sorry. Thirty-two. Okay, and then a D eight. Forty. That's uh, no, it's a six on the D8, which is also doubled because it's radiant damage, which brings us forty-four. Forty-four. 44 damage. This creature is not looking good as we move past Broderick's turn to its turn, and it's going to try and maul Broderick. It misses. Wow, this is an incredibly anticlimactic fight. <laughs> uh, let's bring that round to uh, Jute. Uh, I'm going to turn to Bongo and say... Shoot, throw Bongo? Uh, uh, uh. Fine. Okay. I, I just do to throw Bongo. Bongo <laughs> knows that there is no chance he can resist Jute's throw, so... <laughs> <laughs> so... I might as well try and make something of it. I suppose make a ranged attack with Bongo. Are you proficient with Bongo? It's probably <laughs> been done before. Uh, I mean, you have <laughs> Tavern Brawler, so you're proficient yeah. with, a, with improvised weaponry. I think we can probably <laughs> classify, bon classify Runt as improvised weaponry, so I'll give you your proficiency bonus to this attack. Um, it's a small creature as well, so, you know, it makes sense to be able to throw. Which means this is a plus nine. So Bongo can do, like, an attack with in the air on it or something? Yeah, we'll see. Yep, so for the purposes of this, it's going to transition immediately from when you throw Runt to Runt's turn. Yeah. <laughs> you still need to roll to throw him good, though. Yes, you do. <laughs> Eat me well, please. I rolled a D8. Do I get an advantage on this? Uh, or is it, is it a plus? No, you, you do get your proficiency bonus, which gives you the plus nine. But okay. you don't get advantage. Oh, shit. Oh, God. I heard that. <laughs> What'd you roll? <laughs> A ten with the plus nine. A ten? No, no, that's fine. That with the plus nine. So it was in that one. <laughs> yeah, it was in that one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Jute oh, uh, just sort of like end zone <laughs> slams uh, <laughs> runt into the floor uh, head first. I'm gonna roll some damage for for runt. <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> it was all going so uh, well. Run run takes twenty damage from that. Jesus. Okay. You guys have done more damage to yourselves than this creature has done to you. 
<laughs> it is um, now Runt's turn. You are prone and in pain. Oh. I also drop concentration on Draconic Spirit. I've got a nat one okay. on the save. So yep, the dragon goes. Because I smashed my head that hard. And by the way, I'm nearly unconscious now. <laughs> yeah. I'm a, a blade singer wizard. I do not have HP. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm a, yeah, rum slash bongo looks, looks in a bad way. Okay, you look in a bad way. That's good to know. Um, okay. Way below half. I, I know what those words mean. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. His hair is all like fur is all fluffed up. Um, yeah, he has that yeah. kind of like wild like cat. When you see him in like a well, like a cat fight and the kind of crazy eyes, he's got that going on. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, no words. <laughs> <laughs> um, how far am I from Broderick? From Broderick, uh, considering you were all within melee range, really, of the creature, probably around five, ten feet. Okay, okay. I'll just say, oh, just fucking kill this thing, please, and I will cast haste on him. Oh, fun. Yes, so, speed is doubled, plus two to AC, advantage on deck saves, and additional action on each of its turns, so it can make an extra attack. It can make two extra attacks because it gets two attacks per action. <laughs> um, uh, which brings us to uh, Briar. Briar, go. I'd love to stay as a bear, but there is a poor little kitty on the floor. So I revert back. <laughs> Remembering that this this cat-like creature is absolutely terrified of Briar. <laughs> <laughs> so just so you know, the, the feral thing, it just lasts for a minute, so it's still going. Uh, <laughs> but she's going to calmly walk towards Kitty and use Aura of Vitality. Ooh. So... What's that when it's uh, Healing oh. energy radiates from me within 30 feet, so everybody fucking gets this shit. Until the Ooh. spell ends, the aura moves with you, centered on you. You can use a bonus action to cause one creature in the aura, including me, to regain 2d6 hit points. So I'm giving this to Kitty Boy. Hey. Um, did I drop rage because I free Bongo? Not technically an attack. No, that's an attack. <laughs> it was okay. an attack. You get six HP back. <laughs> Just because you missed, HP. that's still an attack. you can count it an attack. Thank you very much. And you I did damage there. to something. <laughs> that is my turn. I can't remember the exact stipulation of rage, whether it's not you, whether it's you have to cause damage or make an attack. But either way, you did damage to something, <laughs> so your rage is still up. <laughs> Um, so yeah, now it's Joe's turn. Hi, Joe. I'm gonna I'm gonna carry on doing some creepy whispers off in a corner at the thing. 
Make your creepy whispers. It, it immediately fails the wisdom saving throw. It immediately fails wisdom saving throws. Damn, I should have been using my spells all along instead of trying to stab it. Its wisdom is worse than Sigma's. Holy shit. Which is came, real shit. I just came back for that. <laughs> that its is... wisdom score is zero. It has a minus uh, five to saving throws. That's 21. Yeah, I mean, that makes Sigma seem uh, like yeah, that, double that, armor. That's damage. Uh, it's doubled because it's psychic, which means it's that's 22. 42. Sorry, 42, 42, not 22. Yeah. This is the most damage I've ever done to 22. Uh, it's the meaning of life. That would be ironic if it dies on that. It is, is so nearly dead. Which... It is certainly dead, which quite rightly brings us to Broderick's turn as he begins to wail on this creature with his now four attacks. <laughs> Get him, Broderick! That's Can I use hit. my bonus action to inspire Broderick? Just as a Get If him. you want. Yeah, yep. I've got... I've... He has an inspiration now. That's also a hit. That's also a hit. That is also a hit. I'm not even going to calculate the damage for that because that's a lot of damage and I don't have the time. <laughs> Actually, I could calculate I could calculate the damage, hold on. Um so that's four attacks. 3 times 4 is 12. 12. 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 10 11 12. Uh that's 41 doubled to 82, uh, <laughs> plus 40, uh, uh, yeah, 123 plus... He's already gone past my hit points. Yep. Yeah, it would have taken plus, me out straight dead. <laughs> plus... Oh yeah, oh easy, easy. Uh, plus another... Oh, yeah. 36? 158. 158 damage from Broderick. Oh, as this creature yeah, that, that had two out. hit points when he started his turn is immediately obliterated. <laughs> and flashes of radiant about light. two to three of those hits. There you go. Oh, In no, flashes of radiant light, reducing it to dust. Broderick reaching down and taking... Uh, the core skull of the creature as proof of its destruction to take back to uh, the Temple of the Raven Queen. Uh, he is then going to walk up to uh, Runt and just sort of lay a hand on his shoulder and pump it's okay. uh, it's 20 okay. points of lay on hands him. into him. Right. I can't I'm going to fucking braces. Just, just as a thank you uh, for, for the haste. I'm going to run into the pile of bone dust looking at a bounty ball. You also get another nine healing because Ooh. it would have been around and then... Yeah, I'm at full now. Um, Welcome. It's almost like the fight never happened. We'll try and sneak uh, the, the bounty ball into the rubble of the creature. Make us like a fan can... check against... <laughs> can I help? <laughs> <laughs> it, make a sleight of hand check with advantage. You know, what, I will let Joe do it if Joe 
Joe is probably better at that than me. You'd like to say, ah, oh, are you helping me? Yes. I give you guidance. Okay. Yeah, with with the minus uh with the what was it? A minus three to to <laughs> wisdom uh that yep. that uh our, our dear friend uh Jute has and the passive perception of seven. Uh, <laughs> oh uh, <laughs> nope, doesn't notice. <laughs> As you sneak the vertiball into the rubble, uh, he does eventually find it within the rubble of bones and dust. Oh. happy. Yeah. And uh, unless anyone has any final words for us from the characters, I'm still on fire. Still on fire. <laughs> I'm gonna bounce above Bongo just because it's funny. I'm just okay. gonna give the illusion Longo, as well uh, that I'm on fire. <laughs> just will be not. Are you going to try and dodge this bouncy ball? No, it's just gonna knock it clean out. <laughs> Fair enough. Bongo <laughs> is thwacked on the center of the forehead with a bouncy ball, immediately knocking him out. Uh, and will pan out to Broderick rushing over and trying to revive the small creature. Uh, <laughs> Briar still stood off to one side, still on fire. Um, Joe I'm pretending to be on fire. Joe pretending to be on fire. Let me get on fire. That that is, that is our session for today. Thank you for joining us. Um, again, the announcements. Sorry that there hasn't been homebrew for the past couple of weeks. That's been a combination error on the part of me and Snail both being uploaded and writing. Uh, it will get to you by the end of this week. Hopefully, if we can get ourselves in gear, there'll be a huge stack of what you've missed uh, there. Um, additionally, there is no session next week uh, because we don't have the lovely Des to run the channel for us. Um, so yeah, thank you for joining us and bye. Bye. Hey there, Ken again. I'm just popping in to say uh, thank you for listening, and if you liked what you heard, then you can still join our Patreon. It's still only a couple pounds a month, and you still get access to really cool stuff, like our community Discord, homebrew from me and Brandon, and the chance to be in an episode. Additionally, it will help us help you get cool stuff, uh, including a lot of merch that we have planned but have not yet got the funds to make. So, once again, if you want to help us help you get cool stuff, Please join our Patreon. Thanks for listening, and goodbye.